0: The KXAN News Podcast is sponsored by Shelf Genie. Welcome to KXAN News Today. Here are your Wednesday morning headlines. Governor Greg Abbott is meeting with the Austin Chamber of Commerce to talk about his legislative priorities today. Those include population growth and job creation. The Chamber is working to create jobs and help stimulate the local economy.
1: Child sex abuse survivors are heading to the state capitol today to protest proposed Texas legislation. It's House Bill 4601 and it would change the statute of limitations in some child sex abuse cases here in Texas. Requires an increased burden of proof for others. The group is meeting this morning at 11 o'clock in front of the capitol.
0: The World Golf Championships Dell Technologies Match Play kicks off today. It is the final match play event at Austin Country Club. At the start of the month, the WGC announced a plan to end the event after this year. And finally, a break from the cold, the weather warming up, and that kicks off today.
2: Finally. Good morning, Kristen. Good morning, guys. Yeah, I think a lot of us are excited to get into the springtime weather, and it does begin today. So we begin with a look at what's going on with clouds and Are here because we do have quite a bit of cloud cover hanging overhead, and today's going to start very similar to what we had yesterday. Mostly cloudy, couple spots of drizzle. Could we see some fog? Yes. Looking outside now, at Lorenz and Lorenz 360 camera giving us that cloudy view, temperature, 68 degrees. It is very comfortable with these numbers. In fact, our temperatures are above average by a good 10 to 15 degrees at the hour. We've got widespread upper 60s to low 70s. So these kind of temperatures, I don't think you'll need the jacket. And we're only getting warmer from here. We're already a good 10 to 20 degrees warmer than where we were 24 hours ago. And this is going to continue as far as the trend goes into the later part of today. From the upper 60s yesterday, we're on our way to a forecast high of 80. There's going to be a 10% chance of a few sprinkles this morning, but that's about it. There's not going to be heavy rain in our area, not yet, at least. More clouds than sun. That's what we're going to be looking at for both today and tomorrow. I have an update on the timing of our next cold front. Looking to arrive a little bit later now, and that is going to drag out those rain chances into your Friday. So we'll talk more about how much rain we could see and when, plus a little look at your early weekend weather. It's looking a lot better than it was uh, last weekend. We'll talk more about it coming up in your first warning forecast.
1: Okay, roads are back open this morning after a deadly crash. Austin police say a person died after a car crashed on the northbound service road of I-35 near 290. It happened overnight. Uh, right now, it's unclear what caused the crash.
3: I think it's very important to consider the ridership in these plans, to really think about how many people are gonna have access.
0: People in Austin are reacting after getting their first look at changes to the future of light rail here. Members of the Austin Transit Partnership are meeting this afternoon to talk about what they unveiled last night.
1: There are five scaled-down options for Project Connect. The five new plans look different from what Project Connect presented to you, the voters, just a few years ago. Now, there are fewer light rail lines, no tunnels under Lady Bird Lake, and only one option that goes to the
0: airport. A lot of changes here, been nearly nine months since Project Connect paused the designs after rising cost concerns. People people at the open house told us they're happy to see the program moving forward, but want to see accessible ways to get around for as many people as possible.
3: We need to invest in this first phase in making sure that this system is sustainable. And what that means is that you're building it out to maximize ridership before you build out the rest of the system.
0: Final decision is expected to be revealed in June. Then it goes up for federal approval. Project leaders expect that plan and federal dollars to be approved within the next two years. We dug into the costs and the Austin Transit Partnership says these new options keep the project closer to $5 billion. The group and the project are funded primarily through your property tax dollars. Voters approved a tax increase for this in 2020 We've got a breakdown on that money already spent at KXAN.com.
1: A grand jury is back behind closed doors meeting today weighing the possible indictment of former President Donald Trump. It still has not been um, given an indictment as far as we know. We know that the former president said on social media that he was expecting to be indicted. He said he was going to be arrested yesterday. That did not happen. It's in connection to an investigation in the use of campaign money to pay off an adult film star, Stormy Daniels.
0: The central bank is set to meet today to talk about whether or not to raise interest rates. It is walking a risky tightrope here after a year-long spree of rate hikes trying to fight inflation. There is now the current turmoil in the banking sector.
1: NBC's Brian Chung has a preview of what it all means. Good morning.
0: Well, good morning. It's going to be a busy day
3: in the business world. All eyes are on the Federal Reserve, the nation's economic steward, as they decide what to do with interest rates. All of this with inflation high, but also concerns about the banking system. And we'll see what the Federal Reserve does in terms of whether or not they raise interest rates, which would make credit cards, mortgages, auto loans, very expensive for Americans. We'll watch all of those threads of will have the updates. That coming up later on on the Today Show. Back to you.
1: Brian, thank you. Neighbors are concerned that Elon Musk's company is dumping wastewater into a local lake. How they're finally getting the chance, though, to speak out.
0: And artificial intelligence could make your life simpler, but it comes with some major concerns. The new group that could monitor its impact here in Texas. Good morning. A live look outside and it is a cloudy start to our Wednesday things heating up as well. We're going to talk to Kristen for your full forecast in just a bit. First people in Bastrop are concerned about Elon Musk boring Company's request to dump thousands of gallons of treated wastewater. If approved, this would go into the Colorado River. Now folks are getting their questions answered about the future of their drinking water.
1: Yeah, the TCEQ, the Texas Commission on Environmental Quality, had a meeting with those neighbors yesterday. It was a packed room. Uh, A representative from the Boring Company addressed the concerns.
3: I'm concerned that that is not going to be treated to a specification
2: that is uh, safe for human consumption and swimming and enjoyment. Is that something you can speak to?
4: We'll have less than three percent of the water being industrial water. It's from one process. It's a, a water jet process that uses a, a water jet to be able to cut uh, materials, and that is treated before it'll, you know, before it'll head to the, the final treatment. So there will be a primary treatment to where it's ready to get treated by the final
1: treatment. Well, a review from the TCEQ, a recent one of the current water quality found the water would not be impaired by the dumping.
0: Still ahead of the solution, Hayes County commissioners are considering to help cover the costs of their projects without costing you more.
1: Final phase of Austin's debris pickup is coming up. The last day you can get your brush picked up.
4: Longhorn basketball team ready to hit the road again, and this time they hope it will lead to a trip to Houston. I've got more on that coming up.
2: This KXAN News Podcast is brought to you by Shelf Genie. I'm Rosie Newberry from KXAN Studio 512. Considering replacing your kitchen cabinets? Struggling to find or reach things? Go to ShelfGenie.com slash Austin. Shelf Genie designs custom pull-out shelves for your existing cabinets, adding convenience and value to the most used room in your home. Shelf Genie custom pull-out shelves, everything in
0: reach.
1: Good morning everyone. A live look outside from one of our cameras all over Central Texas. You can see the fog there in the background. is going to let you know if that's going to get in the way this morning. And we also have your traffic teacher to, to let you know if that's going to impact your roads. But first,
4: here's Roger. This is KXAN Sports. Brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. Good morning to you. Longhorns back on the road today back to Kansas City. 11 days ago, they won the Big 12 tournament title. Now they'll try to advance to the Elite Eight. And possibly the final four. Longhorn's a veteran team. A lot of these guys, this is their last go around. They are soaking it all in. Also, a guy like Dylan DeSue grew up in Central Texas. He was seven when the Longhorns made their last Sweet 16. He's fired up to be a part of this next step. It's, it's cool. It's an honor uh, to be able to kind of um, be a part of the team to try to put Texas back on the map. But... Um, You know, like I said, we're we're still focused on on more. Uh, We want to continue to play. We don't want it to be over yet. I'm taking it to heart because
0: I'm not getting this again. I'm not naive to that. I just think I'm mature enough to know how special this is. And I realized that a long time ago. Um, There's a moment after we beat K-State on the road, we walked out, and I was like, yo, this is special. And I know that because I haven't haven't felt this before. I told Augie that. And so I'm not remiss to. How special this is and how special these guys are so I'm just trying to soak up every opportunity I get whether it be on the sideline cheering them on or playing you know.
4: Also Friday Longhorns open Big 12 playing baseball last night trying to make it 11 in a row on this homestand against Incarnate Word and first inning Jack O'Dowd goes the other way a three run homer Longhorns are playing home run derby Garrett Gilmet hit his first and his second as a Longhorn his second was a grand slam. And then Dylan Campbell decides to get in on the act. He launches one. Horns put up 17. They do give up 11, but that is 11 in a row. Now Big 12 play begins with Texas Tech on Friday. World Baseball Classic in Miami. Japan, USA. Japan up 3-2. Ninth inning, Mike Trout, Shohei Otani. It's as if they scripted it. The Angels teammates and Otani wins the battle. And Japan wins the gold medal over the U.S. Major League Baseball opening day one week from tomorrow. PGA in Austin. Match play begins later this morning. The first match at 920. Matt Fitzpatrick against J.J. Spahn. Back to you.
1: Thank you, Roger. Texas leaders may create a group to study artificial intelligence. They want to know how helpful or risky AI systems are when it comes to state government.
0: The Texas House State Affairs Committee is meeting this morning. It's to talk about a bill that would create a new seven-person artificial intelligence advisory council for the state that hearing kicks off at 10 30 this morning
1: all right this morning today is taking a look at all of the ways you can use artificial intelligence to make your life easier and what you should know about limits The list of AI-powered apps and tools seems to be growing by the hour. But this tech is brand new, and it's important to understand what it can and what it cannot do. You can catch that coming up on the Today Show right after KXAN News Today. It is everywhere.
3: Mm -hmm. It's
2: on our roof. (laughs) Our pollen sensor uses artificial intelligence. So that's what, instead of going up there at 2 a.m. and looking at a microscope, we use AI. Well, that's good. It's for good reason. Good reason. That one is, Yeah. yeah. I don't want to be going up there at (laughs) 2 a.m. But let me show you what's going on with your forecast. I typically get those pollen readings at 6 a.m. as far as the daily counts go, but just want to remind you you can check out those hour by hour counts always on the website, cakestayin.com. It's kind of neat. It's literally anything and everything you wanted to know about pollen here in Central Texas. We're excited about it. Clouds and radar showing a lot of cloud cover, not a whole lot in the way of rain. Could we see a few sprinkles this morning? Absolutely. Similar to yesterday, just won't drag through the entire day like what we had yesterday. Yesterday. here's a live look outside from our Whittlesey landscape supplies by the camera there in round rock. We're not seeing as much movement here with our palm fronds. So some lighter winds at the hour winds will pick up though through the day. temperature wise, it feels good out there. We're in the 60s. Make that the upper 60s, even a couple spots of 70s right now. These temperatures much, much warmer than what we had yesterday by a good 10 to 20 degrees. And we're going to carry this warming trend into the day. Your visibility not nearly as reduced as what we had yesterday, but it's also not perfect. So we're going to be watching uh, those low clouds carefully. Could we see a few spots of patchy fog develop over the next few hours? Yes, just not trending quite as thick as what we had uh, yesterday morning. I know some of you were battling quite some conditions out there on the roadways trying to get to work. Day planner to 60s climbing to 70s and we say hello to the 80s again today. 81 degrees the forecast high with the rain chances low at only 10%. This is going to be very light in both coverage and intensity. This is from now through about lunchtime too. So if you've got late afternoon, early evening plans, skies will trend drier and we should be looking at a little bit of sunshine before the clouds come back overnight into tomorrow morning and we're going to be doing the same kind of thing tomorrow. Mainly cloudy with a few spots of drizzle in the morning and then dry drier skies towards the back end of tomorrow. Then we get ready for our cold front coming in early Friday morning. So this is around 5, 6 a.m. We've got storms in the Hill Country pushing towards the south and east through about 8, 9 a.m. into the Austin Metro, and then thereafter moving into our eastern counties. As those storms come in, there is going to be a low chance that one or two turn strong, maybe even severe. Still a one out of five risk in the Hill Country. This does not include the Austin Metro, but it will be something we'll be watching mainly early Friday. That was this slight adjustment in the timing as we were thinking initially this would be an overnight event well now i'm seeing more so friday morning early afternoon and models are picking up on this the good thing is is it's in and it's out by the time we hit the middle of the day We've got drier skies for your Friday evening and night and then Saturday is looking fantastic, mostly sunny 80s with lighter winds. How much rainfall could we see anywhere from a few hundred seven inch to maybe about a quarter of an inch isolated pockets of more. Seven day forecast, we've got highs in the low 80s today, mid 80s tomorrow, winds increasing as that cold front approaches us. 60% chance of storms and showers mainly early on Friday. Late Friday, we've got drier skies and temperatures in the 80s this weekend. Still watching for a second cold front to come in Sunday and Monday. That has another low chance of rain to it. Temperatures down in the 60s and 70s to start next week, but overnight lows fairly comfortable 50s and 60s for the next six to seven mornings. All
1: right, Kristen, thank you. Starting April 1st, some of us could see a price break on our prescription drugs.
0: And this is thanks to the Inflation Reduction Act that Congress passed last year Talking about price rollbacks for 27 drugs, the Biden administration says are currently overpriced. The White House says that rebate is going to be returned to Medicare users, Medicare recipients, anyone 65 and older, start saving on their coinsurance for those medications next month as much as $390 per dose. The administration says that list of drugs could expand. Experts say we all could eventually see that benefit in the long run
3: there is an incentive for them to sort of keep their prices their or their price increases below the rate of inflation
0: another savings coming for medicare recipients is a $2000 out of pocket cap on prescription drugs and that is going to be starting in 2025.
1: Let's head over to Hays County this morning because commissioners there want developers to help cover the cost of their projects. And they're considering a resolution that would require them to pitch in for needed road and infrastructure upgrades.
0: As it currently stands, commissioners say they don't have the authority to ask for this. KXA and Sarah Alshea looks at how this idea would work.
3: I would say these roads are crumbling. This is Fitzhugh Road, one of the areas in Dripping Springs that concerns Carrie Napierkowski. These low water crossings are very narrow. They have no shoulders, they have no middle lane, and they're winding and twisting. There's a proposed 5,000-seat concert venue coming to the area, which raises safety concerns for her. It's just not, was not developed as a county road for anything more than just casual traffic. County commissioners say developers are not required to help pay for road upgrades or infrastructure around their development developments. But now that's up for discussion. And growth should pay for growth. At a previous meeting, Hays County Commissioners discussed a resolution that would give them the ability to share costs with developers on needed upgrades in the area that come as a result of the new development. Here's how much it would cost on all outstanding county infrastructure in the area. You are going to owe of what the improvement cost for that infrastructure is. Napierkowski sees the benefits, but worries it would just focus on roads and traffic. Needs to fully encompass the impact that it's having on the entire community. So I think the developer should do a complete feasibility study. To make sure that this is safe. Ultimately, commissioners agreed they needed more time to discuss the proposal and tabled it for an upcoming meeting. Sarah Alshah, KXAN News.
1: Thank you, Sarah. KXAN did reach out to a developer in Hayes County who says they are generally supportive of these public private partnerships when it comes to infrastructure. The developer says that they use them in other areas and they're interested in learning more ways about what Hayes County wants to do. Going in-depth, the Hays County Sheriff's Office says the population growth in the area has led to more crashes in Dripping Springs. It's up patrols along Highway 290. According to TxDOT, the average number of drivers on 290 in Dripping Springs each day is between 30,000 to nearly 33,000.
0: And Austin police officers being suspended without pay. Alejandro Gaitan is charged with aggravated assault by a public servant and two misdemeanors. He's accused of using excessive force while trying to arrest a person who had an outstanding warrant back in 2021. Two other officers involved received 90-day suspensions for failing to intervene. And digging deeper on this, we initially reported on this case last month. A judge granted a motion ordering the Travis County District Attorney to record the grand jury proceedings in this case. This is unusual because typically grand jury proceedings are kept secret. Attorneys representing the officer pushed for this to happen, accusing the DA's office of playing politics. The DA's office responding, telling us, "quote It vehemently opposes any order that creates a separate legal system for law enforcement defendants."
1: An Austin man is facing a murder charge this morning after investigators found a body inside a home that caught fire on Sunday. 31-year-old Zachary Salinas is now accused of stabbing john kern the two live together austin police say salinas tried to burn the house down after stabbing and killing the 36 year old in an effort to destroy evidence a third roommate called 911 to report the fire salinas is now facing first degree murder charges along with arson and tampering with evidence
4: thanks for joining kxan news today you can also listen to kxan news nightly every weekday after 5 30 p.m for in-depth coverage on what matters most to you